This is on the left side. The funny football show. Right. Oh, it's touched into the path of Van Arnold. A dagger to the heart of Paul Lambert and Stoke City. Whilst Sky TV and football phone-ins up and down the country desperately try and try to come up with new issues and questions that can only be resolved by the last games of the Premier League season, on the left side is just coming into its own. Pep Guardiola may be sitting in his office, brown brogues on his desk, wearing his Completed It Mate t-shirt right now, but there is still plenty to raise a smirk and an eyebrow in the world of football funny. Team OTLS is ready to pod. Man City finally got to celebrate their Premier League title winning season this weekend. And having managed to match the disappointment of not sealing victory on the day they kicked a ball by not beating Huddersfield on the day they got presented with the trophy. Great. As we watched the players jumping around on the Etihad pitch having finally got their hands on the trophy, it would be easy to think that winning the shiniest of trophies was all that really matters in football. But for many clubs, that's simply not the case. Sure, winning stuff is important for some, just ask Harry Kane. But for others, survival is just as important and just as exciting. You just tried telling BBC Radio Manchester's Jack Dearden that anything City did this season was half as exciting as Bolton securing championship safety with a late winner against Forest after this commentary reaction. Lafondra into the penalty area. They've scored! Bolton lead! Not sure it's just the stadium that exploded there, Jack. You might want to check a few of the veins on your forehead too. It's that kind of passion, that kind of excitement that still keeps me coming back to football. But it wasn't just our Jack and the fans that were getting overexcited about Bolton's survival either. The players were equally thrilled. Defender Mark Little was especially happy and clearly getting a little bit confused with the old tradition of shirt swapping at the end of the game, decided to give one of the Trotters fans his jacket after the event. A decision he pretty quickly regretted as he realised he'd left a few important items in the pockets. To the fan I've gave my jacket to, you're welcome to it, but I need my wallet and wedding ring. Sweating emoji. Nice try, mate. Worst excuse ever. Nothing says got hammered and went to a strip club quite like returning home without your wedding ring and your wallet. It's a measure of exactly how excited the fans were with the result that he managed to get back his belongings. Incredible. I uh, wonder if it was Mark Morrison who eventually returned the Mac. Eh? I think it was just a jacket, Jim. Not a Macintosh. Yeah, it was just a joke. And he didn't get his jacket back. Just a wallet. Good. Thanks, um... Thanks for clearing that up. No worries. The same goodwill won't be extended to Mark Hughes, however, if he were to lose any of his clothing garments in the vicinity of Stoke-on-Trent anytime soon. The Potters will now be facing Bolton next season after being relegated this weekend, and many, including the board, laid much of the blame at the feet of Mark Hughes, who would probably, in fairness, do a lot better with it at his feet than most of Stoke's playing staff this season. One of said playing staff was happy to vent post-relegation and point the finger elsewhere. Charlie Adam, who seemed as pissed off as anyone else about the result. 
I mean, when I describe Adam as playing staff, does 11 games really count as playing? <laughs> no. Anyway, this is what he said on BBC Radio 5 Live. The A's to the Z's are that lack of discipline from certain players have been has been embarrassing. You know what? I'm, I'll be honest here tonight. I think some players have been getting away with murder for, for, for a long time. Firstly, can we just enjoy exactly how much he sounds like Taggart when he says murder? Murder. Secondly, I'm not surprised they've been playing badly, if they've been getting away with murder. If I'd committed a horrific crime like that and was on the run from the law, worried at every turn that my crime was going to be uncovered and I'd end up behind bars, I'm not sure I'd be able to hold it together on the football pitch either. On the pitch is, is where it does happen. Oh, it's a metaphor. When you say getting away with murder, you mean playing shit. Got it. Not all Stoke City players were trying to shift the blame elsewhere, however. City favourite Ryan Shawcross was already looking for ways to get the team back to the top, even straight after the final whistle, and came up with a clear five-point plan. You've got to keep all your best players. It's point of all your better players. You need to get keep our best players and get better players in. Uh, the Championship's a difficult place. So we've got to keep our best players and hopefully add to that. Hang on, Ryan. You're going too quick. Let me just write that down. One, keep hold of players. Two, not sell better players. Three, keep your best players. Four, get better players. Five, keep best players and add to it. Got it. Give him the manager's job. To be fair, having sold Marco Anatovic and bought in Jesse, maybe someone actually did need to point that out to the club. Stoke City down, Wenger leaving. It's turning out to be a decent season for Arsenal fans after all, even without that Europa League final. Speaking of Wenger, whilst it will always be a mystery as to why Stoke left it so long to get rid of Mark Hughes, it's not nearly as much of a mystery as why we are still talking about Arsene Wenger's future. Finally, after around three years of Wenger in banners and Wenger out speculation, we now know, and have done for three weeks, that Arsene Wenger will be leaving Arsenal at the end of the season. So why, for the love of God, are we still talking about what he's going to do next? Pat Rice said recently that you're so well thought of at, at, at FIFA and UEFA that he wouldn't be surprised if, if they offered you a job. Honestly, I don't know. I, I uh, have to think about that. <clears throat> Uh, I like green grass and I like to walk on it every morning So until now, so I don't know will I continue that it's possible. I think actually a move for Wenger to FIFA would be great. He seems like an honest, fair man with integrity. If he was around the big table, maybe FIFA wouldn't do things like they did this week when they fined the Russian football team a paltry £22,000 for racist chanting at their match against France. That's 13k less than England were fined for wearing poppies and a whopping £68,000 less than Nicholas Bentner was fined for wearing Paddy Power pants at Euro 2012. It's almost as if FIFA regard commercial sponsorship and financial support as a bigger deal than they do, say, the Kick It Out campaign? Almost. Anyway, it sounds very much like Wenger is planning to stay in the game a bit longer as a manager, which I think is a good thing, but not nearly as good as what I thought was about to happen. When I heard the first line of his reply, I like green grass. For a split second, I was convinced he was going to launch into a reworking of Sir Mixalot's Baby Got Back. Sadly, 
He didn't. So I've done it for him. I like green grass. Then I cannot lie. Or your finger artists cut an eye. When I came from Japan looking like a wise man, that's where my destiny began on cups. I leaked tackle too, but now I'm gone as we hit 22. Don't ask me if we play shit, cause as you know, I didn't see it. Arsenal TV is done for. Without me, it'll be a right bore. I'm out of here, so screw you. Just stick me up a statue. <laughs> I am coming back. Right, that's it. We are done for another show. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very, very much. We would love you to help us grow this podcast and bring the football funny to even more people. So why not tell a friend or two or post about this show on social media? If you do that, share the love. Tag us in at On The Left Side if you're doing it on Twitter. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. On the Left Side is written and produced by Ant McGimmy and Jim Salverson for Abrupt Audio.